This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. So it's episode 21 of the Infinite Monkeys podcast, and we're just going to go right at it. Hey, Teo, what's the topic today? What are we talking about? How are you doing? Love you. <laughs> Hi. Um, uh, the topic today is a, um, is a non-divisive topic, uh, and it, it, is, it is faith. We're going to talk about faith, um, both religious faith and faith as a synonym of making assumptions and axioms. So that should be fun. And yeah, how am I doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Gunner, how are you doing? I am quite, quite good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Excellent. Always good. Excited to talk about some faith. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Tyler? (laughs) Ever since uh, Teo said the word faith, all I've been thinking about is the song by George Michaels. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, what one is that? Can you regale it? I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure George Michael's the one with, so you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> yeah, I sure. could be wrong and I might be mistaken with a different singer, but you know. Can you keep singing it? I, yeah, I, need, I need more than <laughs> I just could. those two bars. <laughs> you need at least 30 seconds. <laughs> How about by the time this podcast is done, I will have uh, mentioned at least every line of the song. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works for me. That's fair. All right. Well, let's let's get into it. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Um. So I yeah I, I guess I'll start off with with, with a with a uh, comment and a question. So one thing I find uh, in the context of uh, the debate between theism and atheism is that. Uh, which is which is a just a really deep rabbit hole. <laughs> That's when you get into it. Um, but I I find one one uh, claim regarding faith that a lot of theists make um, to atheists is that um, both atheists and theists have faith. Uh, theists or atheists just have faith in science and like scientists and in how the universe works and. Um, and maybe f- faith in uh, philosophers or whoever regarding morality and, and all this, and they sort of it, equivocate um, that and say that well everyone has faith. And, um, anyways, yeah. So I'm just 
wondering what, what, what you guys, what, you, what your guys' thoughts are on, on that, on that comment that a lot of uh, theists tend to make regarding atheists. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I think as as an atheist, uh, theists, <laughs> I might get in trouble saying this, practice blind faith. And, and the difference between the type of faith that I try to employ is that I look at I look at science and and the the patterns that science has tried to to show us and I draw my faith on on those things like I think that the sun will rise because you know we're going around we're spinning around on this ball and and in our perspective that's how it will look to us and that's scientifically explained and you don't have to take that blindly it's there's an explanation and we we have you know i guess data to back that up but you don't really need data to to back up something so concrete as as nature but um there's there's other examples in which in which you can have faith that i can't think of one specifically like a biological tendency you can have faith that a drug will have a certain effect or something like that you know um you kind of take that that that's going to happen and you and you don't really have anything to base that on other than than past experiences and that's what makes it not blind and so i guess yeah it's the i'm not sure the 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 uh combination of of having past experiences and and kind of data enables my type of faith that I practice to be not so blind. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. It's an interesting concept, the, the idea of blind faith. I think I'd like to dig into it a bit. I mean, I, I think at, at bottom, even even the scientist has to make some assumption that they don't have any data for. And um, sort of have to be like, well, it seems seems reasonable, probably. I'm just going to assume it. And then they, that's sort of the foundation of their theory. Um, and is it, is that not the same thing as what a religious person does? You know, they, it's something that they can't explain or they don't really understand. They say, well, well, well that's God. God does that. You know, he manages that. Um, is, is that, is that really blind? Well, I can't really think of uh, examples where, like, a scientist for, specifically does that type of of uh, just extrapolation out of nothing. Usually, they they kind of have some uh, logical reason for why they're thinking that that isn't based primarily in the supernatural. Right. I. I. Yeah. I think that. I think that is is a is a big difference the the, the the scientist you know their their bottomless claim their first principle is is it's not um, appealing to the supernatural it's just don't know seems reasonable i accept it <laughs> yeah and that might be the, the the biggest differentiator between the two is is one one really pins upon supernatural existence and 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 the other uh the other is 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 more based in in natural laws and everything can be explained by those laws um but 
yeah, in in terms of faith, it's it's like how much faith as a scientist do you place on these on these natural laws? And I I right. guess until they are proven unreliable, until the sun stops rising in 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 the east, is that where it runs? Yeah, in the east. <laughs> Um, until that happens, then you kind of have to take it on faith and it's going to keep on happening that way. Right. 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 Tyler, do you have any thoughts? In terms of Gunnar's last thought where he was talking about, um, the, the faith that the sun's going to rise, I started thinking about the historical uh or the history of that statement whereby what i find interesting just from like an observational standpoint is that if you go back far enough in human history we had this previous notion that the sun rose for some sort of godlike or divine intervention um but if you take it from a modern standpoint um, in terms of like faith, not like, like we're not, I'm not thinking about like, uh, cause I wouldn't necessarily say that, you know, all, uh, faiths or even a good majority of them believe in like a flat earth. Um, so, so with those same people who do those, so, so the same people who have faith and don't believe in flat earth, I think they've come to accept that the sun is not necessarily rising because of a divine intervention, but you could possibly extrapolate that some may believe that it was put there for some sort of divine intervention. Um, and that's, and, and, and that observation alone to me is, uh, at least interesting. Cause I like, I like putting things in the context of time and history. And, um, if you, if you do that in, in this scenario, it's 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 almost some people have um a a like like that notion of the the the, the sun rising would have used to be a a a associated with having some sort of faith or religion that it would continually rise and now as we've been able to you know leave earth momentarily and take pictures of things we We've now seen that there's other evidence to explain that, but at the end of the day, if I just kind of make a uh, a vague statement, it's that anything that cannot be explained is usually given to some sort of being of such, and that's and that in of itself is. Um, interesting to me um where the these the, we, we kind of as scientists they usually kind of make the statement of which which might be poking fun at people who have faith that if you believe if you can't explain something it's the person's going to believe that it has to do with their faith and my kind of retort to that is I, I kind of going back to the idea that I don't think that scientists could explain everything. So it's almost like 
while they don't necessarily believe in in, in, in a faith, they have a they kind of box themselves in a, in in a certain idea because there are things that within uh, a long period of time, thousands of years, you will never come to any sort of any explanation for. So you're just kind of like, I'm going to ignore that part of the world because I can't explain or even begin to fathom how to explain it. Right. All right. Yeah, this actually kind of gets into um, the topic of, what was it, our first podcast? Yeah. <laughs> or something. It's, it's, it's the going back to the name of the podcast, essentially. <laughs> right. Um, can we can we assume that everything is is has a natural explanation? Um that's an interesting, interesting point. Um, but like, it, I, it, it's it, is it is it typically because I associate faith with something more broad than just whether or not there's the explanation for it. Um, because like, what you were saying with flat Earth, it's not necessarily the explanation; it's the authority behind the explanation that I think is they don't have faith in and so that's kind of uh they don't have faith in 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 the story or the narratives that they've been told and and so now it's kind of eroding and and destroying their belief in in kind of uh what they had faith in initially right and so now they're believing that the world is flat and stuff like that because they have no faith in authority and they can only see what, or they can only verify what they see with their own eyes, I guess. Um, so, so to me, it's almost like, is it, is faith strictly just un, of the unknown of, of whatever can be explained or is it just how a person interprets things, how they, how they look at, how they choose uh, where to get their information in the first place, like where they determine is a uh, reliable resource. Like you have to kind of take that on faith in the first place. You have to take faith in that our government, you know, doesn't lie to us that the that the earth is 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 round. Um, so yeah, I, hmm. it's it's to me, yeah, it's not so simple as just the the whether or not we can prove it anymore. It's more of that people are just kind of bound to believe whatever they want right based on their based on their experiences so you kind of have to make a case for um which like for, for the sources to trust like can you trust scientists can you trust uh, your religious leader can you trust your sensory perceptions yeah because when it comes down to it i think the the idea of faith is is a question of trust and and reliability um Especially like like can you trust can you have faith in the climate scientists like that's a really big one, um, in in what they're finding with global warming and all that. So yeah, I think that's a huge discussion. I think there's an, um, I think there's an interesting, or the, the, there seems to be a distinction that I that I find interesting between how, um, like the 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 religious person the the, the theist. Um, views faith and the atheist views faith like the, there are different connotations it's like the the atheist sort of begrudgingly makes assumptions like 
and begrudgingly has faith in their sensory perception or in scientists like oh um yeah i i don't i don't know anything about my uh microbiology or immunology i'm i'm some my field is really different um so i i i begrudgingly have faith in these scientists yeah it's almost like a like a resignation to to let them make the choice yeah yeah it's not like a passionate like oh yeah i have faith in these people wow i'm so excited um whereas the the religious approach is it seems there's there's sort of a zeal to it i i trust my priest i I trust in in god and all this and it feels good and dopamine and whatnot Um, well i think it I, i think it depends on who whom you're approaching with that first statement. Um, right. there, there, like, there are definitely people who are very zealous that science is the answer because it, it, because it comes at such a, mm. um, a, a logical, it, it tries to explain everything with a logic that people can understand concretely, um, that people will just blindly be like, yes, yeah, science is the truth. It is the answer. It is what I'm going to um, blindly follow. And you have kind of two people, you have multiple people in there where you have like, there are scientists who are in, who actively do science and, 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 and they are very much like, what I do is awesome and everything I do matters. Um, and everything you do matters because I know you. Um, and then you also have like at a young age, if you think about it, um, I've seen young children or teenagers, uh, you know, go science is cool because bill nye is cool and bill nye no bill nye wouldn't lie to me so i think there still is kind of that faith of um science being the truth and 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 i think to to an extent partially that's to do with um especially in the, the younger generations how it's portrayed in at to that age group like 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 history is portrayed like like you like for most people they go to schools and 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 history your history book is portrayed as this is what happened your 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 science is portrayed as this is how the world works right. and then you have like english and math and everyone's like oh who cares about those um so <laughs> but but the point is it's it's like history and science science is portrayed as the modern truth and uh uh, history is portrayed as the or social science or whatever social studies or whatever it's called is portrayed as historical truth and, and it's not tied to the um the, the it doesn't put the onus on the student to you know, check the sources and yeah no prove me wrong and all that yeah yeah right that, and it's a good distinction and it's and it's interesting because I've I've seen on several occasions, um, for just for um, fun context, is uh, a lot of schools because they are underfunded, or because textbooks aren't refreshed as much as they should be, or the fact that um, a lot of um, school schools tend are, are tend to leaning or tend to tend to lean away from using textbooks these days. It's a lot. The teacher gives the notes and the curriculum. Um, to the point that when they do bust out a textbook, they, the, the textbook that they're using actually has incorrect information in it, but it's taught as the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's it, it, in kind of a similar vein, it's, it's 
because it's branded as science, people take it as truth. Even though modern science, if you want to put it that way, says that what is written there is currently incorrect. Right. That's an interesting connection, tying it to, to education and, and making that distinction between um, the, the approach to science as don't don't accept what you hear at face value and only accept things begrudgingly you know for for for, for practical reasons and um, and that sort of zeal tied to wow science is amazing and true and yeah yeah cool and especially like if you're at the cutting edge of it it's like if you're at the absolute bleeding edge so much of it is incorrect because we are literally <laughs> throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks and <laughs> as we do more experiments more time passes and noodles fall off the wall and you realize oh well that was uh, a complete fluke that that happened and so it takes like a decade to even really you know tr prove anything new um but I, I i've always kind of found that this that this um privilege to science being the truth very very interesting only because if it because it's portrayed in such a way where it is you as I said usually portrays the truth you're you're kind of telling kids if they are um atheists you're basically telling them that this is where you find your truth and then they stick to that or they believe that um and it's you know while while we might have our bias saying okay yeah it's, you know it's pretty good in some some scenarios um, at the, those same people who say, yeah, science is pretty good in some scenarios will not let their child go to a Christian or a Catholic school or whatever, mainly because they don't want their ideas that conflict with science to be brought upon their kids. Yet we give a pass to it in any other scenario. So I find it interesting that anyway, it's just it's more just an interesting observation where you take the you, you you take these you take these theist kids, you put them in a regular public school system, and they're taught that everything they possibly believe is incorrect science. Um, but then if you take the atheist kids and put them in a Christian school, they will flip tables. Well, I think in in that case, it's like uh, what is that? opportunity costs like like in christian schools you spend entire blocks learning about like christian science and christian theology and stuff they have like that right, so they, they do have regular science I, I i will give them that there are there are some christian yeah. schools and catholic schools who have regular modern science they sometimes brush over evolution and if they do talk about evolution they talk about it in the context of these are what some other people believe but then they just have like their hour or two of Bible study. Yeah. Hour or two wasted a day. That's what I mean. <laughs> Opportunity costs, right? Um, like that you're not getting anywhere with that. I think, I think like one point that I'd like to bring up is that it's, I think it's more appropriate to have faith and, and express faith in a, in a system like science than, than it is to have faith in beliefs like Christianity or, or anything religious simply because the system of science is 
it impinges upon the idea that we edit it and we update it. So yes, while these kids can be learning from old textbooks, that's not necessarily science's fault and 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 like that's education's fault um and and our funding's funding system's fault um but like i think having having faith in in science is more appropriate because it updates itself it 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 kind of self writes itself once we've seen hey all of this spaghetti fell off the wall there wasn't anything there then we kind of course correct so it's it's we we cook the noodles a little longer uh, to to extend the analogy um so it's it's that's kind of why i think in in some cases it's okay to have faith but in others yeah i i wonder like in like you guys are working scientists um I, you guys are working at the cutting edge and as you were saying with the spaghetti analogy uh <laughs> sometimes you're wrong sometimes you're right um and uh, in any case, you, you, you're, you're, you've got this giant theoretical structure that you're standing on um, based on you know, that, that is quite reliable. You know, cells have organelles. I don't know, whatever. I don't know what you guys do. Um, <laughs> just like <laughs> mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. There it is. Yeah. Um, That's all, really all, all my job is. <laughs> <laughs> um all this highly reliable stuff that that you know is is even taught um in religious schools you know like you can get a microscope and you can see this stuff um and so like if if, if you're a scientist and say you're catholic or something um you're you could have pretty like 99 percent the same structure like theoretical structure, except at bottom, it's like, well, God did it, you know, um, and this is all here because of God. But in in either case, at the at the, at the very top of the structure, you guys are doing the same work, right? I mean, you might have the, the different a different fund, fundamental assumption, but like your your hypotheses, like, well, I guess this is more of a question: are are the hypotheses different? What would would um, you know, would would this Catholic person have a different mindset in, in well, being a scientist it, than, than an atheist? I think it. I, th I think it, it. It entirely depends on the scientist involved, and it depends on their exact um, religious faith. Yeah. Um, there, there, like, there's a lot of uh, religions who obviously wouldn't even be affected by science at all. Like, they they mesh relatively well together. Um, yeah. You can have other religions who, who if you if you give them any religious thing, they might be well. That's a bit weird. So, for example, um, the Earth is only six thousand years old um, because give me a bun because um, scientists carbon dating is very inaccurate. Um, but fundamentally, yeah, okay, you know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of a cell, and and but I'm just not going to concede that the Earth is older than six thousand years. Um, Right. And so it, it it it's it's almost too vague of a statement, I think, to even 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 say, you know, can they coexist? Because I think, like, yes, in in some instances, yeah, sure, they can they can coexist in certain um, um, uh, groups of religious sects. I don't know, I don't I don't know what the what the lingo there is, but 
um, whatever division of Catholic Catholicism or whatever division of Christianity, they could exist yeah. within it. Um, they could also okay. not with, exist within it, depending on who they are, because it might be like, oh, if you if you if you put stuff under a microscope, you're looking at God's plan, or you're you're editing DNA, DNA, you're editing God's plan. Um, but other but other people just generally, what they take from their religion is ethics and morals, essentially. Um, I was gonna I was gonna say there. Sorry to interrupt, but but does do you think that would affect how how they model their ethics in a, in a scientific bath background. Cause initially I was like, no, they, uh, a Christian scientist or a, uh, a faithful scientist, <laughs> faithful scientist, uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be affected in their work as, as a scientist, if having believing in God or whatever, but you saying that it would affect and influence their ethics. I know personally ethics do come up in science often and that's that's a, a major contention point so would is is there some type of an ethical thing that you can think of that like i can't necessarily but maybe you can the 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 i like in terms of in terms of ethics i well, all i meant was that um there are a lot of like think of like proverbian statements um that the religion teaches people like um uh, uh, what's that Christian rule? Treat others as you want to be treated, which can be derived. That that statement can be basically extrapolated to any other religion using whatever quote they want to use. Like that that statement exists in almost every religion. Um, those I don't think influence religion. And as long as you're a scientist, who at the end of the day, when you publish a pa paper, your conclusion isn't God did it. Um, as your as your only rationale, because because. At the end of the day, um, I think that like if 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 you're if you're a, a, a uh, theist who is partaking in science, yes, you can have this underlying assumption that at some point you can no longer get get the answer that you're looking for. So so we were placed here because of um, God or whatever you want to call your God. Um, but if but as long as you're willing to say, I'm allowed to rationally dissect what is here in front of me, I don't think it'll have an effect. So for example, I look this way because of this, this gene, this gene, this gene, this gene, genetics work this way. As long as you don't have, and, and as long as you're willing to explain that and explore that to say, if you're doing some genetics, genetics science, that's fine. As just, as long as you don't say, I have brown hair because divine power. Um, I don't think it has. I, I, I just don't think it has an issue. Um, I do want to ask one question because there was something Gunnar said. And I, I, I think it's almost paramount to unpack this. Um, first, I will start with not my question because it involves Gunnar explaining it. So Gunnar was saying that science is not updated, or sorry, science is updated, and which implied that um, religion is not updated, which I think is a bit of a extreme um, statement because yes, while you have certain um, divisions of religion who are still going to take the most ancient interpretation of 
whatever text they're pulling from, I think it's unfair to say they're not updated because you can, if you, if you look at um, a, a Catholic group from years ago versus now, I think there are many things that are different. For example, Pope Francis now no like condemning yeah, all the yeah. pedophiles for the last whatever years. Yeah. Them, you know, not say them realizing there's six other religions on the world and not doing a modern crusade. Um, yeah. The Vatican funding World War Three. There, there are definite updates happening to religion. But, 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 but my retort would be: Are these updates because of religion or in spite of religion because i think that these are updates that are happening uh because society is updating and that's because we have a system like science which allows open and free thought uh to question authority i think that without science um if you were to if you were to go back a thousand years and 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 stop science from ever happening you know kill baby scientists first scientists you know uh so that science never happens and and then rewind the clock back to present day uh i think you'd see that without science you would have 2020 would be 2019 would be medieval europe we would be still in in uh, a really oppressive type of of uh, authoritarian you know what god says goes i i i don't think that yeah i don't think I don't think that it was uh, because of religion that we aren't crucifying homosexuals anymore. Um, I think I think it's because science has expanded our idea of uh, this is what it is to be a human. We all experience the same type of journey, and we all have uh, uh, have you know feeling to experience pain and fear and all of these things. So, so yeah, we have a better explanation because of science, not, not because of religion. And that's what's enabled us to, you know, uh, get past certain awful things like, like the Crusades because science has kind of pushed us past that, I think. I think it was a bit, it was a bit more than science is also yeah. just, just just the view that that you know we, we can think our way to the truth exactly as i might be i might we don't be, have to rely on a, on, a, on a religious authority exactly i might be kind of uh, uh mis misusing the word science uh or, or kind of uh, misappropriating science as as like the enlightenment kind of thinking and ideology but but it's kind of the the method the scientific method of of um, building hypothesis uh, and and then testing that, seeing where you fail, redesigning the apo- right. uh, like th- it, it has it built in it so that it it it's this system where it literally it's not it's not that it 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 is updated it self updates it 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 corrects right. itself whereas religion doesn't do that religion obfuscates to whoever is the authority at the time whoever's Pope Pius the Third or Pope Francis the Sixth who gives a fuck it doesn't matter whereas science is is a lot more of a of a communal uh, self updating process I think and that's that's the big thing is it 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 corrects itself whereas religion would never do that or, I, or yeah. I want to say that the the only difference between religion and science is that science that science's structure lends itself to do it quicker, because I think that barring any traditional science, which I was going to challenge you using until you decided that you were misusing the word science, if you if if as long as 
if you're using science to kind of in a in a very broad sense okay but if you're using science in terms of being able to like still develop technology um which you can argue is science um but if you for example you went from a 1600s or 1800s era where we're using swords um or whatever weaponry we had um to a a, a modern era where we had guns and tanks and catap and, and rockets and missiles and nukes um i think what I, I i think that the i think that religion doesn't change to speak in in because science tells it to i th i think that's giving too much credit to science it's it's no, it, it's it, religion it changes, changes because society does it's it's religion changes because of society and society changes because I'm going to propose not for science, but because power structures change. Um, because, like, if you think of it back, like the 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 Catholic Church was the most wealthy, um, powerful entity for a long time, and it also just happened to entwine itself. And um, I'm just make I'm kind of making stuff up here, but like, let's say it entwined itself in Roman Empire, em the Empire. I'm not entirely sure um, how like Romans and Catholic Catholics went together, but let's just say that. You had this group who was relatively powerful and respected in most historic governments. Um, and then as the power structure kind of shifted to a place where um, you, 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 you lessened um, religious power and it became more, you know, um, governments dissociated with the religion. Now that governments are to a very basic and extent are influenced by large groups of people meaning like states you have republicans and democrats um and whether you're republican or democrat heavily influences your government and everything and you're constantly having this fight back and forth and with the the democrats uh believing that you know you shouldn't condemn gays you shouldn't f have sex with children um, I think the Republicans believe that too, right? <laughs> I, 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 I do, I'm not going to speak for Republicans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have not read that on a. I've not. I have not seen our um, the the Republican figurehead Alex Jones condemn uh, children uh, having um, being exploited. A Canadians' um, interpretation of American <laughs> politics, <laughs> <laughs> but. But the the but it, but in all seriousness, it's like, um, um, the the most people in the states who are Catholics have now been given this kind of notion that yeah, we probably shouldn't have sex with children, um, yeah, we probably shouldn't at least on the Democratic side randomly hate black people or randomly hate gay people, and so you have all this pressure in the United States that carries to Europe. That carries to Canada, um, that carries to Australia, to to have this overwhelming majority of people who are influencing governments personally there about, yeah, these ideas shouldn't happen anymore. And then, okay, you put pressure on the Pope to be like, yeah, I guess I should be kind of cool and just say you shouldn't have sex with children. Where where did these um, where did these injunctions or these the, the social changes come from? You know, like, I think so, 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 like, 
if we go back to like you know, 1500s or whatever, Catholic Church or 1400s, Catholic Church is just bombing. It's killing it. Um, and then they somehow they lose power and lose authority. Um, what? Why? Like, is that just some random effect or? Like... I, th- I, I, I think I think um, it's less to do with. Because I, I would say science has so, some capacity to do it, but I think may, for the most part, it's like it's essentially technology. Technology shifted the power from um, uh, people in many ways. You have now easier access. I'm not going to lie, you have easier easier access to weapons. Um, so there, and and those weapons essentially allow you to an extent fight back. It's not kind of like. And and on top of that, you have um, better communication. So, um, for example, but how did this technology emerge? Like, uh, surely it was uh, see that's science. The, that, see that's the caveat here. That like that's why I don't particularly, I don't particularly like putting technology and science together, even though technically I think they are because because. And, and here's the thing. I could also make the counterpoint of what STEM. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So that means that science and technology, while lumped together, are technically different things if you take the STEM abbreviation. Um, but don't you need the science in order to um, make the technology? Like you can't make uh, electronics without understanding electromagnetism. But do you need? Do you need the? Did here? The, did you need the fundamental like th- th- this is where this is where I'm being like semantical in this because you know y- yeah y- I almost have to concede that science and technology but if I'm being semantical um, say you had a say you had a world whereby you took out um, the scientific method say you took out humanity's curiosity of what is past our sky and what is and what fundamentally makes up the world like we're no like like and, and you and you basically take what is science and you rip out anything that tries to explain how the world works okay sure then you're then you th- but you can and i guess it's like i'm trying to think of how how you can word this cuz if, if you rip out everything that is trying to explain life but then leave in everything that can explain technology i think you can kind of do it because like for example if you're making if you're if if you're like if you're making a gun for example okay okay um do you technically need to do the scientific method to learn how to make a gun you, you need you, to understand physics you need to understand how the you metal to, works you, and the heat it, and explosion and, and i'm going to redact this extremely extremely strongly a gun is essentially a a a long metal tube to attempt to direct (laughs) a thing in a direction okay yes if i put a marble down a pipe that marble is going to go generally as close as it can to the direction of that pipe is facing Um, it's not going to randomly do a 90 degree turn once it ends the pipe um, if it's going if it's going fast enough what else do you need you need something that can explode are you going to say like I, I wouldn't consider a caveman a scientist who created fire, um, but the idea that things can explode is 
pretty easy because we can we can we we discovered fire without knowing um we discovered fire without really doing science kind of like we discovered coal burning or fire burning creates heat without really doing science so yeah, but, but, but if to you create th- explosion you need you need um a quick uh burst of pressure so you need to create pressure and then release it yeah so the- you need some, some way to quantify it or like at least measure it in some some precision i feel like the formulation of gunpowder is actually like really really complex like it's it's essentially when it comes down to it it's three it's three basic chemicals that you can find anywhere but to get that like balanced properly is actually quite a bit of work and like i guess you you're not wrong on some level because the like the printing press you don't really need advanced scientific knowledge to learn how to make a printing press egyptians were making papyrus all it really comes down to is figuring out how to get ink uh there's octopus ink i'm sure that a caveman could have gotten that and (laughs) and then and then made some form of a mechanism that pushes these letters and characters gotta have free body diagrams but but, gotta gotta uh, do the mechanics uh, and so so but like the point i'm trying to make is this it's not it's not outside of the realm of belief for me that that a caveman could invent a printing press or the internet but i i i doubt it i don't think that it could happen if if we're going to go back to the idea of a gun um how much mathematics engineering and science has went into that gun to make a musket into a sniper rifle that can shoot you from five kilometers away the the leap in in that i think is akin to the difference between bacteria and people it's 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 not it it's not that that we wouldn't be able to do anything it would be a, we would be confined to doing things very very poorly for a very very long long time and and in the context of planet earth you got to get in and you got to get out like the dinosaurs they stuck around here too long and the meteor took them out we've been here for we've been here for a hundred thousand years and it is a goddamn blessing that 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 we we haven't been hit by something that's wiped us out or or something hasn't wiped us out so so the impetus for for uh, a society to be able to correct itself and to better itself exponentially faster is is really really important so so like while yeah we could meander along and gradually figure out oh hey if you if you put inside of this tube rifling then then our projectiles will start flying straighter in this gun like yeah that might take us 10,000 years but with the scientific method it took us 50 or 100 like it it it's 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 this it's this idea of being able to go back and 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 identify a problem and then and then reformulate and and fix and retool from there that i think is 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 indispensable with science here here here's my here's my question if you can if on under a religious rule a religion and and you believed every single thing religion taught you in terms of um how the world works in the classical sense god did everything 6000 years old whatever I don't think that that necessarily, uh, but this would be more of a science question, I don't think that that necessarily would inhibit someone from being, say, a um, a devout 
Catholic scientist to be able to formulate gunpowder. There, there are certain, there, there are certain, there are a lot of scientific discoveries that do not conflict at all with sure. um, biblical um, beliefs or biblical stories. So what, what, what I, when I say take out the things that, take out the things that are, 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 are essentially looking beyond the sky and under a microscope, what I'm essentially, what I'm essentially saying is anything that could possibly conflict with a religious story is just doesn't happen. So, so Gunnar, your entire, your entire research project right now, we're not even going to do it because it doesn't even really matter. However, I like from, from a science perspective, um, I think that you could end up like, you, you don't need, you don't need Darwin to, 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 to exist, to figure out how to optimize a gun. You could, you could easily have someone who comes in with scientific method who doesn't question, um, uh, biblical doctrine and still end up with getting a really high power powered sniper rifle. I would have to go in and look at science history of what, you know, major scientists there were, but I can't, I can't because, because even if you kind of, you know, think of a lot of old classic scientists, they were religious to an extent. So you just select the few that you need to get to a gun. I, yeah, I but don't that's like, but that's like saying like the Nazi scientists, like, yeah, if you went back to 1940 Germany, all of the scientists in Germany were Nazis. It's, it's just like because they were doing it doesn't mean that it was right. Just because the scientist that discovered, you know, gunpowder, just because he was Christian, that doesn't, it doesn't really change his, his impact because as a person, you can still practice faith in, in, in one and, and, and uh actively do science like i i i don't think that those aren't uh it, it, it depends on the field though because like if, if you're a, a christian who, who believes in that the earth is six thousand years old and you're a geologist yeah uh, yeah know, no it's, definitely it's, yeah you shouldn't be a ge geologist or if you're a nazi and <laughs> you're you're studying genetics you're going to be probably pretty biased towards uh, some sort of eugenic view of the world or something. yeah so so yeah. like like that's that, that's that's what i'm trying to say though like all you like in terms of shifting powers from religious to 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 other places so that you can so that society can make that pressure you don't really need biology at all you just need a bunch of engineers and but it's 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 the method like i was kind of yeah. i said earlier it was it was i was i was misusing science and like when i say science i'm meaning the the scientific method and 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 kind of this this system in 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 general and i think that that these people have used this method maybe without putting a name to it but at its heart it's still the same method it's just hadn't had a name put to it yet see i, um, I well i I, I kind of worry though, like if you're like I if you're if you're someone coming in saying the scientific method and 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 saying that this is the method that I'm using, um, and it's the scientific method, um, and it's and it's this way of thought and it's associated with associated with science, but really it's just the method we're talking about. But it just happens to have science in the in, in the name. The 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 potential issue that 
that you could like that statement you could easily die upon is if you got someone who understand who understands um the the various philosophies of knowledge are they going to come in and just say the scientific method is just the the bastardized side prod product of what a philosopher calls basic logic yeah they can go ahead and do that but it's so that it's, doesn't make it science it's it just, just it's logic. just a semant- no it's just a semantic argument at that point it's you can call it chris or you can call it christopher it's 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 i think the same thing to me i, I think at bottom the the distinction here is um the like when we talk about the scientific method or yeah, at least in the context of this conversation, where I think we're, what we're really saying is the 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 idea or the principle that that human beings can figure out the truth. Uh, like we just have to like um, think about it, uh, do some, you know, come up with do some experiments or uh, make observations and think about it, and we can figure out what's true, and or at least come to a better understanding. And uh, that that runs contrast to the 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 or religious approach, which is re- revelatory knowledge, it's like revealed truth. You know, you you sort of meditate or you you read um, the Bible or something, and you, and and that tells you what's true. And or or more succinctly, um, knowledge it comes from God, right? It's it comes from some divine source. Humans can't. Humans are imperfect, and so humans can't derive what's true. Um, God is perfect, and only. The divine can provide what's true. I think that's the main distinction here. And so, 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 if, so if you're if you're uh, purely uh, uh, a religious person um, with without and, and you don't have the idea that um, or you don't run with the principle that humans can derive truth, then I I, I don't think uh, you can invent a gun. <laughs> I don't think you can invent the internet. I think I think it's that principle of you know, humans can figure it out that that is required in order for that to happen. Ending that chapter, I'm gonna call <laughs> I'm gonna call Gunnar on something else and I want him to explain himself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Gunnar said something along the lines of he used the word studying the Bible and uh, figuring out what's in the Bible and doing biblical studies of their various doctrines. And then he jumped and said, that's a waste of time. Gunnar, would you like to enlighten me on what that means? Uh, you can probably get as much knowledge, if not more, from reading a various subset of uh, uh, other books, other literature, whether that be Chaucer, uh, whether that be uh, Aesop's Fables. Uh, you don't just need one book. And I think to dedicate uh, uh, entire semesters, hours at a time, chunks of your life to to uh, go over uh, one book in in extraordinary detail, unless you're you're doing a PhD in that, I think that's an extraordinary large waste of time. So there's a couple there's a couple issues with your with your statement. Firstly, I don't think any Christian um, who's actually an active Christian or or Catholic, I guess, um, would ever consider the Bible one book because technically it is not one book. It it's is twelve, right? I, I'm I don't have my Bible anymore on me, ah. um, so I'm not entirely sure. 
but it, it is well, multiple books. You can put it all in one book, though. So, so it's, 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 so well, that's why I went to Chaucer. Chaucer, uh, the Canterbury Tales is in a collection of about, I think, 50 short so stories. Just, so that's I, more books. That's more books. That, Shakespeare. Why don't I just put that all in one book? Uh, Aesop's, study Aesop's, it the exact same Aesop's, way that we do any but, other English. But okay, you can, but why waste all that time on one book though? Like, look it's at- It's not look one at, book, that's the issue. Like, like, okay. in, like, like a if collection I'm going for of Canterbury books. Tales, and I put yeah. Canterbury Tales in one book, it's now one book. If I read an encyclopedia, that's one book, but I'm reading 19,000 okay, okay, different things. Okay, 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 okay. This is my new show. <laughs> like, I guess, like, sure. <laughs> But my 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 ultimate my ultimate thing is is I I just what to me what you're saying sounds like the only reason that you're dismissing reading that book based on uh, is the fact that it has a religious tie. I've not heard a rationale from you saying why that book specifically is exempt from n- gaining knowledge because technically if you read if you read I never a, said that. If you read I, a, I, yeah, I don't think you did. No, I, I, I never said that. I, I okay. said, I said you can, you can reference the Bible. That's fine, but spending that inordinate amount of time, uh, uh, to me, especially when you're fucking like uh, fifteen years old, it sounds a lot like indoctrination. That doesn't sound like teaching. That sounds like, hey, let's indoctrinate people into believing a fucking book. It doesn't but, sound like knowledge. That doesn't sound like, hey, let's figure out the deeper meaning behind that. It sounds like, hey, let's cram this down your throat for so fucking long that you're going to start getting gaslit into believing that this shit's well, real. I mean, I think, I think it, it can be that, but very often it is, it is like a literary study tied to the... Um, the it's a literary the, the study. The worldview. Yeah, it's a literary Aspect. study designed to show you the glory of God. I don't know how that's an acceptable like not, way to not way to way to spend your time like explicitly in school. You can you can gain a lot of knowledge from a lot of different books, including the Bible, including the Quran, including the Guru that's Granth fair. Sahib, including all of these Buddhist textbooks. There's a lot of stuff out there. You do not need to limit yourself to to uh, the New Testament of the Bible specifically, because when I say that, I wasn't referencing the Old Testament because I think those are different volumes, uh, and I don't want to confuse by saying the Bible, Old Testament versus New Testament, right? So, so those I, are two different books. I I I <laughs> I, I, I will say that there, there's one note note there that I that I really liked you hit on. It's the fact that okay, I I I like the is, and then she said that. It, you shouldn't limit yourself to one book because, in in a way, you implied um, why is the Bible better than the Quran or in these other religious texts? And and, and to into a large degree, I I do agree that to to unless you've read multiple <laughs> biblical texts, you cannot say that one's better than the other. I think that's just not. But that's my scientific opinion coming through. Where you have um, no control. You 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 need you need to you need to you need to compare yeah you have no control group you have to compare it to something but if you just <laughs> blindly go in saying this is the best book that's a bit weird so um, I if you're someone who has um, faith and you knock other faiths without understanding their reference point that's a bit weird um, but is there that's an interesting point. Is there necessary? And 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 the reason why I say that is because for for a very long time, like especially when I was going through my, um, 
um, getting my teaching license, that was the one thing that I really wanted to develop, not because I necessarily believed in any one religion, but it was very naive of me to come from a scenario of a, which, a, which a lot of people in science or, or science teachers do, and they kind of scoff at people who are religious. And they're just like, I can't, I don't understand. Like you just, to me, you're just stupid. That is generally the notion of people who are in science. And similarly, people who are in science or look at people who get arts degrees and they're like, well, you're just stupid. And, it, and, and, I, and I really hated that notion because it, when I, when I the, the scientist in me said, I have no data to understand that. I, sure, I went to church or whatever as a kid and I read the child's version of the Bible at some point in my life. My adult brain has not been able to process this. So, so there was a brief moment which I didn't get very far in, unfortunately, but where, where I was reading um, multiple abridged religious texts, um, which have their own issue because translation issues. Um, but I at least tried to an extent. Um, yeah. I think it's, um, just to tie this back to um, the, the original topic, I think, I think it's... I think it was interesting what, what you said, how um, often people of one faith just judge other faiths uh, without having read their text or understand the, the theology or anything. And I, I think that gets back to the, the, the distinction you made earlier where um, those who, um, like the, the, the religious or the theists tend to, like, like they want to have faith, they, they're attracted to it, and they're, they're, they're pulled to it. Uh, whereas um, the, the well, at least one category of atheist is uh, resists it, and um, the the connection I'm trying to make here is that um, if you're, uh, if it's you're, almost like you're not a skeptic, essentially. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 aren't willing to take in any other data points. It's like this is what I believe, and I'm not skeptic of it. Right, you, you you assume it to be better um, because you have it, uh, because you want it. Yeah, yeah. You 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 <laughs> fall for the same kind of naivety as as and take it on just blind faith is what what uh, other people that you mock do, like in in religion. If you haven't actually uh, read these things, then I don't think that it's fair for you to be a critic of it or if you haven't like to actually criticize hey the the word of god is 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 clearly wrong if you haven't done it but i think that to 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 say that spending all your time reading a a, a book a single book that there's hundreds of different translations and then there's you know all of these other things to spend all your time reading one book one specific translation i think I think that's fair. I think to say that to to simplify the Bible first off into a single book and a translation is 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 bad. And I think that's what uh, like you might fall for. But yeah, to to finish the point I was trying to make, you essentially, if you haven't done your due diligence to actually look into these things, then you really can't uh, criticize them like that. You can only say like broad things. Even if you do do your homework, I wonder. Like, is it is it still fair to to criticize? Like, if you if you have um, you know, a, a Catholic who's read the Bible and a Protestant who's read the Bible, and um, 
they're they're criticizing each other's faith. Is that is that is that fair? But do they not uh, just criticize interpretations of the same faith? Okay, uh, okay, Muslim and and a Catholic say. Again, um, I I think they're they're still, doing the same thing. Yeah. I I I don't I don't know because I th- like at at bottom they're 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 having faith and. I just want to lump all of those together. The Judeo Christians, I, I want to, I, I literally, and Islam, I want to lump all of that together. The Middle Eastern religions, well, monotheistic so, so, religions, so, 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 because suppose you have like a fairy, fairy believing religion, like, like I think well, well, Icelandic. I, I, yeah, but, but the reason the reason why I want to lump them together is because they're they're monotheistic and and uh, kind of structured similarly, in which you have like a head power, the imam. Uh, in well, Muslim. suppose you had like a, a polytheistic, like pagan thing. Yeah, so I think that those system. would be a little bit different because I think, um, uh, like Hinduism, it it sure. it it has different different uh, like you have faith for different things, right? Um, Buddhism, you you it's more of like an internal kind of belief system. So you have faith that you can you can. Uh, find enlightenment from within like self peace and nirvana and stuff. So I I think yeah it's it's kind of you can almost lump those ones together. I wonder though following just uh, what am I trying to say? Because these these religions the 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 Middle Eastern ones, the Christian Islam ones they kind of follow a, a singular kind of a higher up god, a hierarchical uh, supreme god or right? abstract yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like you, you it's like what you're saying it's divine revelation you're imparted from from a singular being that knows all uh whereas like uh hinduism it's all, all of the gods have something to do with it you know krishna and and uh, i don't know hinduism um yeah i'm I, sorry no, yeah <laughs> but yeah like buddhism buddhism um I, I i think it's something more of like you impart the wisdom from within and you find it within so i think on on some level um they're they're structurally different and you have to have faith in in different things and the 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 middle eastern ones tend to the supreme hierarchical uh you know know all kind of supernatural being and i think that's kind of the big difference and i think that's where it comes in is is you look at that and you see a lot of naivety because it's it's like uh, there's nothing proven whereas i i look at buddhism for example and i can see you know inner peace on a on a on a on a uh electrocranial gram or something like that like you can actually you can actually see their their waveforms change and stuff like that so it's 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 you kind of have faith on different levels almost one has a lot less evidence behind it i don't know the point i was trying to make with it but i i, I, th- I think my question wasn't a very good question <laughs> Dif- I, yeah, I, differentiating I, I religions a, i have a i have a proposition with that and you you mentioned that um, like it's kind of a weird thing to criticize other people, um, and and you can see that you know Buddhism has its thing because they can find some 
way of life that give that you can <laughs> that science can prove you are less stressed or whatever. Um, but I I want to propose a idea, and I just and it's a very small sample size um, because it's only based on our experiences. But what I what I want to knee jerk say is that a lot of people who who are either vocal or or follow their faith based on you know they go to church every sunday there's a good majority of them who haven't who haven't actually um academically studied you know so they went to a bible study or quran study or whatever they haven't academically studied their own text so they are basing their opinion entirely off of whatever their pastor says because a lot it's a lot easier to get an interpretation from video, essentially, visual stimulus. Like, that's why YouTube's so popular. It's a lot easier to for someone to tell you what to think versus you sitting down, reading, and spending your time doing it. Um, so I feel, like a lot, I, I feel like a lot of the, the, the general statements that, that come about and, and opinions of people with, you know, um, religion not being, being very steadfast and don't really want to be malleable to other ideas a lot of them tend to be in my experience people who have not who have not studied their own text academically whereas the people who have based on my experiences um because i used to actually do land parties with people who studied who did bible studies on a regular um they 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 come at it from a very very different approach they don't necessarily say um um this is what this is how the world works and this is what happens and I'm going to go to heaven. Like that's not right. really that's really never what they're they're pushing or what they're saying when I speak to them they're, they're quite pleasant to 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 hang out with because it's more like when you when you read that it's almost like reading 100,000 nursery rhymes. Like you learn every single moral to learn and it's more just like you end up coming out of it saying that these based on these stories these are really good traits for a human to have. And then when they do that, they are generally a lot less judgmental um, right. in terms of other religions, based on my experience. I don't know if you had the same uh, I do. experiences. I, um, I, I think, yeah, I, th I think this goes for every, everyone um, in, on pretty much every field. Um, like if you study and you immerse yourself in, a, in an area you, you read and um you, you, i think you construct a much deeper like continuous theory you know like it's it's, it's much 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 more rich um whereas if you you know you just sort of listen to a bunch of people or um just absorb slogans then then you're you're um, you're really just learning responses to questions, I think. Yeah, just <laughs> and, talking points. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 not you, you haven't. This kind of gets back to our education podcast. Um, <laughs> you haven't learned it enough to really um, speak with autonomy and with, like, uh, put your individuality into to your knowledge. So that's that that. that... That's why, like, initially, um, when we talk about or, or when we've mentioned, like, um, you know, why would you base 
everything off one translation and what's the point of reading one book? You should diversify. I think that if you were a rational adult with a fully developed frontal cortex who is willing to critique something, I think that you could go into that and spend the time reading whatever religious text you want. And if you critically analyzed it, I, I almost want to say you would be better as a human being, whether or not that is in a classical sense of you're just a better human or just you understand the context of the world around you better. Like it, like it might not be exactly what you think. Like you're not just going to wake up and be like, yeah, I read this book. Um, I'm now um, a, a, a saint of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Leveled up. But yeah, it's not like you're going to like get a level. You, you might, you know, it might be more like if you're thinking Pokemon, you might get a couple EV points here or there. I just sounded really nerdy when I said that. Um, but um, you, 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 there might be unexpected benefits. And I think there are unexpected benefits. And I think there are benefits. Um, and, but to the point of should that be taught in school? My initial point or my initial thought about this was, I was thinking, you know what? I feel like as a kid or as a teenager, I would have probably got a lot more out of studying the Bible or whatever religious text I get handed than reading 7,000 completely random short stories that I then had to go and look for poetic devices for because God knows that poetic devices are very meaningful. Um, I, 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 There's like, no poetic devices in the Bible though? Like, isn't no, that, no, no, no. I just, I, I'm making, making, I'm making, I'm making a sassy point of <laughs> there are so many like random short stories and, and, and poems. Like, I think I read Beowulf at one point and these things where it's like, yeah, you could, um, get some morals out of it, but it was never, it was never, it would have never been no better than reading a couple verses of the Bible. Like it, it wasn't like I sat there and. I got some sort of enlightenment in life. I just kind of realized that, hey, you're using a metaphor here. Hey, this dove is a symbolism is symbolism for peace, like very generic stuff that did not enlighten my life. But I do well, not think that you should teach um, a, 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 by like critic, I don't think you can critically teach a kid, whether it's, um, Bible or 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 morals of a short story. I don't think you, I don't think you can critically teach them the morals supposed to get out of it, and you, you kind of just have to tell them because I don't think that they have learnt or developed their own critical thinking, critiquing skills. And that is not necessarily because they're too young to do it. That's just because the system of education they're in does not lend themselves to develop those skills at all. It's kind of like the teacher has the answer, figured out the answer. Right. My so. So, so it doesn't matter what the text is. You know, it, it could be one thousand short stories and uh, some of the Bible, some of the Quran. Yeah. And <laughs> my my main contention with with what you were saying there is is that Beowulf doesn't have a, a church attached to it, and children oh, I, aren't. I, I, I like, no idea about Beowulf. I don't remember. I just remember reading it. Well, like, well, yeah, but like, you, you in terms of whether or not there's better books out there uh, than the Bible. I'm sure there, there are. Uh, so if that is the case, and that might not be true, I don't know, but unless the Bible is the greatest book that's ever been written on on moral philosophy, 
then then yes, you should you should spend your time reading something else, right? Because so even as I an think adult, the, you don't think you should read it. I think you should read it, but I don't think you should spend inordinate amount of of your time just it's contemplating book, it. Man. And it it is, but there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and I think having a diversity of of your knowledge bases is is key to developing good moral character. And I think that w- the point that I was trying to get at is that having uh, an entire system and and they're like the Vatican City is a country. Uh, this is a very powerful organization uh, who has the power to cover up child molestation for decades. I think that that aspect of it makes it to me a bit. Uh, it doesn't sit right. It doesn't sit right to 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 teach a book that is associated with a, a government uh, associated with a, a system of hierarchy, a system of control. I don't think it's appropriate necessarily to teach that uh, to children when it's based on nothing more than 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 a superstition. I think that's but, just that's. But yeah. that's not all but, people who but, believe in the Bible. That's just Catholics. And are you saying that you can't be a Catholic and disagree with the Vatican? Be, being a Catholic, you have to agree with the Vatican. I don't know. I just don't think that the the the. I hate Nazis, as, but I've read Mein Kampf. Yeah, and <laughs> and what of the Communist Manifesto too? Yeah, no, like I, I think that it's important to, like I said, diversify the the, the knowledge that you have. So the uh, Bible, Mein Kampf. Yeah, read it all. Dynamics. <laughs> I think uh. so. I think so. Uh, and 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 read it all, and then kind of formulate an opinion when you can do that. But I don't know if, like, we we know that your prefrontal cortex isn't even developed, so your your ability to to critically think isn't even fully developed until you're in your mid twenties. So when 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 you're being taught these things in your teens, I think it is problematic. And I think to put that much onus onto onto one series of books is is problematic. And that's my knee jerk for I, I wanna I wanna propose, is it problematic to the fact that public schools make it so no religious text can be in school, because do you think that that do you think that there, like the reason why debates like this are so heated is because you basically relegate all religion to either when you go to church on Sundays or you went to Christian school because like I've seen people who like when when people say I went to Christian school it's like there's this kind of like if they're the or atheists there's this knee jerk kind of like. Should I be talking to you right now? Um, <laughs> what have I said? And then, and then, because in public school, which is known to be where you get air quote educated, because you because you don't allow anyone to um, read the Bible critically, and and I get that it could be considered hate speech to an extent, um, based on how our laws are, but because you don't allow people to read it, people just kind of or atheists are just able to go like, yeah, so. Um, Theists aren't allowed in our school, just like black people weren't allowed in our school back in the 1950s. Like I'm get like like that's how I kind of see a lot of it when people don't allow um, relig- religious texts in school. It would be very very difficult not to uh, piss people off, but personally, but they do I, just not in the curriculum, right? What do you mean? Like I th- I thought that like you're allowed to have a bible in a school you're just not allowed as a teacher to be like this is the bible 
this is the teaching of God type of thing. I thought that was like, I, I, I don't even think you're allowed to go there. Like, I'm trying to think like, can, really? as, I, I don't know, but like as an English teacher, could you, instead of bringing in Beowulf, could you have a, your curriculum be, I'm going to take this one passage of the Cor Quran that I got from, you know, someone who's a PhD in Quran literature, um, and, and critically analyze it, but then also take another passage from the Bible and critically analyze it, take another passage from this and critically analyze it, and then realize at the end of all this critical, an critical analyzation of this very, this hyper-specific passage that they all say right. the same thing to give a teaching lesson, would I be allowed to do that as a teacher? I, for some reason, I want a knee-jerk. I do not think so, especially in America. Well, it's, 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 it's really unfortunate because so much, like, so, so much of our culture, you know, uh, uh, consists of yeah, I'm not framing this right um a lot of like bible stories for instance um come up in other english literature for instance like you can't really understand paradise like john milton's paradise lost or a lot of english poetry without having read the bible or like at least understanding it generally and and i think that's for, for, for instance, I've talked to undergraduate students when I was an undergrad who, who, you know, were in first year English class and read poetry, um, talked about Adam and Eve, and they had no idea what that was, and who they were, and um, what? Yeah, yeah, and, and so so it's like these are a lot of people just don't get these cultural units, these these stories, and um, you can totally teach them. You know, and to, like teach the stories without the ideology, without the, without the doctrine and stuff, and, and it's important. Anyway, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's important. <laughs> if, if if Teo, do you do you have a do you have a, a, a something you want to propose? I I do have something that I that I might want to unpack in these last twenty minutes of this podcast. No, go ahead. Yeah. So, this is something that 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 Gunner and I. Have been talk talking about quite a lot, um, not in this context though. But I kind of realized that I think I think I think they're actually the same thing. So if we go back to before when I said that, and if we can all agree on this, that based uh, based on my experience, people who have um, not academically, and just by that I mean you know sit down and do an actual study of it, who have not academically studied their religious text approach things differently than those who have. Um, and those who have academically studied it tend to be more um, reasonable, for lack of a better word, because they're not, because they can kind of refer to things a lot more concisely and, and portray ideas versus people who, people who, you know, just go listen to what their pastor says. It's kind of like, I kind of blindly believe, um, what that pastor is telling me in their interpretation. I think that can be the case. I, I think there are a lot of people who, who don't do a, an academic study of these books. And, and um, they not, even, even so, they, they're also acknowledge their ignorance and like, I don't know, I, I believe in God. I'm, you know, okay. I, 10 commandments, but I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't necessarily yeah. have to take notes on it per chapter to, to derive meaning from it. So if I can... Yeah. If I can then continue this comparison, how is this any different than the scientist 
who does great science, believes in it, does the scientific method, and then goes ahead and then says that global, global warming is real. Because 99%, or like, like the last stat that was on 2015, is that 85 or 94% of scientists believe that global warming is real. Yet I can almost guarantee you that 90% of those 95% have not actually ever themselves went ahead and looked at the, da the data to, that drew to that conclusion. They just hear that other people who are also scientists believe in it, so they kind of echo chamber it. How is that any different from religion? It, or is it different? I, th I think it's different in the way that we talked about before. In that, you know, like if, 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 if it was their field, then they would have looked at the data. And, you know, or if they had the time, then, then they'd look into it, you know. I, I think it gets back to that. Uh, but I, but, but even, but begrudgingly even... having faith. It's, like, it's not like these people are, okay. you know, like, oh, yes, yes, I have faith in this climate scientist. Yay, I don't need to look into it. So the it's only the, begrudging thing. The only difference is I don't have time and I guess I have to believe it. That like that's whereas the other one just like, I believe it. It's not kind of there's there's no like negativity or whatever associated with it. Because that's a very like almost meaningless detail to me in that context. Um like I can't I can't see how the begrudging in that context, I don't like what I'm trying to say is if you're a scientist who begrudgingly believes it because you don't have time, it is almost that 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 in and of itself is not like a a exemption for you to blindly believe it. If well, I apply not, that it, same it, logic to it, religion, I, I think it's based on the consensus. It's like okay, well, of of all the people in this field, the vast majority you know have this view. But so I don't. But I don't. It, 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 it'd be like appealing to. The, the theoretical physicists, you know, like say if 95% of the theoretical physicists didn't buy string theory and, you know, and, but 5% did, I think it would be reasonable for a microbiologist to be like, okay, yeah, string theory is probably not true. You know, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's betting. That was a weird cutout. <laughs> so, sir, you're saying, you're saying theoretical physicists? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Um, I'll just repeat myself. Uh, the it, it's it's like uh, for theoretical physicists, for instance. Um, uh, it might be the case that ninety five percent of theoretical physicists don't believe in string theory. They don't they don't buy it, but five percent do. I don't know what the proportion is, um, but suppose it's those numbers. And then I think it would be reasonable for a microbiologist to you know knows knows nothing about theoretical physicists to to buy that nah, string theory is probably not true you know like, like See, they're betting on it and, yeah, like, and i like, think that's like, a safe know, bet it could be wrong yeah but but like in, in a weird way like if I, in a weird way if i apply like general logic that same general logic to me to me like like if i'm taking away my bias of science that almost sounds like the equivalent of hey the bishops in the catholic church believe this teaching, and because they are the scholarly um, believers of Catholicism, then I'm going to blindly follow it because the the experts in that field say that this is true. But the difference is those bishops were ordained by God to be bishops, 
And so if you were taking those bishops on faith, you would you would also believe, well, I am chosen to just be a priest or something. I I'm not I haven't I, I don't have the capability to understand God as they do. Right. So 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 like the microbiologist theoretically could change their career, study physics, become particle physics physicist or whatever, and figure it out themselves, or spend a year to read up on the subject. But couldn't yeah. couldn't I, I think I, I just want to say, I think the, the, the big thing is is that the goal for science is to one day be digestible to the average person. Um, the, way, the way that it is now is that it's not. And so typically you have to uh, look at experts in a field and then take their word for it. Whereas the Bible was specifically translated to be digestible for the everyman and so listen protestant yeah although no it it, it, sh- it should be it should be it should be uh like everyone should be able to read uh the bible so long as you are literate if not you can get an audiobook and listen to it like there's 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 ways that everyone should be able to digest biblical things and and derive meaning from it that's not true with scientific fact. Scientific fact is more nuanced than that. It, it requires it requires people to actually on the cutting edge to interpret these things because they aren't ordained from God and they aren't uh, they haven't been around for for thousands of years and they haven't been kind of uh, uh, put into a way that that people should be able to digest it. Right. So I think. On one hand, it's 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 shitty of science that we don't allow it that or we don't have it so that it's more easily accessible to everybody. But it's it's kind of just a, a product of what we're doing. It's complexity, I guess. Yeah, um, but our orders of magnitude way more complex. Yeah, I, I I and so I think that's where the difference is. Is that you legitimately need to get a PhD to be able to authoritatively speak on climate change. All you have to do to authoritatively speak in the Bible is to open a goddamn Bible and read it. And you should be able to have a conversation, a difference in opinion, a difference in interpretation, and and so on and so forth. So I I think that it's for those reasons that they kind of are are so different to me. I love that. I'm just imagining um, a uh, scientific reformation, you know, right? What used to be the case that um, the, the Bible is only in Latin, so the average person couldn't read it and so the reformation allowed everyone to read it it'd be amazing if we had that with science because because my initial thing on the same line as teo is um like to me that just kind of sounded like in 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 just from a from from a a a a, uh, processing standpoint that religion is better because it's more accessible it's it, it takes less time to get in um, but also, to there, there is a hint of possibly, anyway, that these, this, this, because this text has been stood so much time. In in theory, it is the best version it can be right now. In theory, um, because be, whereas science, when you're on the cutting edge, because the 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 cutting edge ideas <laughs> haven't been around for hundreds or thousands or however many years, they. They aren't refined as well, so it's like almost if, like their their well, logic points 
can't wait may not exist in 100 years because their I, logic points might not work i'm but I'm, they're, I'm, they're, they're, they're comparable uh, i just want to just want to flag that, that they, it's not like religion or like the bible and no, I modern know. science are comparable physically or morally but, yeah, and, yeah and 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 also like if you if you want to um if 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 the metric of better and best is is digestibility and accessibility then 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 yeah um right. maybe maybe religion has or christianity specifically has gone through such a selection process that it is as good as it will get um but by no means would i call that best or better but yeah i i think that religion yeah it's very accessible and it should be digestible to everybody so that you can get some beneficial spiritual or 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 like societal being able to interact with people some form of benefit you'll be able to get that yeah i think that's that's fair but in no ways do i think that religion is better than science <laughs> you just had to throw I just need a reformation <laughs> If we get a reformation, then science is the penultimate. If 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 we get science to one day being being digestible to the everyman, if we get that that English translation, so that <laughs> that that you know someone with with a grade ten education can essentially understand the flow of thought, it would be very transformative, and I think it would it would it would bust it would bust open the the whole transformative ability of science. So just, I think it's really right. important. Just raise everyone's IQ by a thousand, and uh, you know, get some sort of AI brain that processes information you, you, a thousand you, times faster. You pretty much need an AI <laughs> brain period because the amount of lateral thinking you need to be able to actually <laughs> yeah. understand every field at the same time and how they kind of interconnect right. is like no human being, even if they're an expert, they 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 have such a small well, subset of the pie where it's like. Not saying that, but like, if you were to read a scientific paper, you would be able to be like, okay, this is what's happening in it. Like, but to it, that point where it's yeah, the, you can the, you can come up you can come up with the conclusion, and the conclusion is the same as the conclusion of the author, regardless of of. Uh, see, I I in a way like education where I think that 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 science, even if you had this ultimate reformation, and this is this is kind of more of an interesting thought experiment for me out loud, is I do. Like a paper is all you can ever do in terms of making a paper accessible is essentially say, this is what I measured. And these are the results of my measurement. They are different or not. If you if you take those that information any further, if the author does anything further than that, it all it, it automatically while being digestible, you're, you automatically have the author's assumption. Because, because for example, one protein that I measured does so many damn things, but I'm telling you a very minute subset of it. So you might come to the conclusion of, based on how I wrote my paper, yeah, why don't we just get rid of that protein? That's going to help. And then you realize you die because that protein uh, makes your cells proliferate. Um, but guess what? I solved cancer at the same time. Um, well, yeah, it seems like most of the work needs to be done on the theoretical side of things. So you need to be able to... Not just understand the empirical papers, but you need to understand the theoretical papers with ease. That would be really difficult. Anyway. Yes, yes, no. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. I don't, I, 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 I uh, get, I, I'm just kind of mumbling on the microphone now. <laughs> All right. That, that's, 
the conclusion, everyone. I'm I'm right. Uh, As always, <laughs> Teo, you are right. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Gunner, why did you hit the Teo laugh track button? That wasn't very <laughs> that was, funny. That was me. I just think he's right. Gunner, you're right. You're always right. <laughs> that was a good episode. <laughs> All right. And this is well, episode 021. Remember, everything we said is not fact-checked, and we probably made a bunch of religious inconsistencies. Oh, feel, free to, feel free <laughs> to uh, correct us and tell us every single timestamp of where we are wrong. You can catch us on our various social media handles. For example, on Twitter, you can catch Gunner at Gunner Reese. You can catch Teo at Teo Gady. You can catch me at Tyler J. Wenzel. Remember, uh, did I say everything we, we say is not fact-checked? I think I already did, but remember, it's not fact-checked. If you so want to, go to our <laughs> Patreon.com account and donate us a dollar so we can actually get a research team who will properly research us um uh, what religion is um please throw also us a- feel free to donate a hundred dollars or fifty dollars yeah it doesn't even mean those are also dollar. accepted quantities uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if we accept a hundred dollars those might be counterfeit tail we can accept <laughs> only 101 or 99 <laughs> all right all right also if you would like you can leave us a review on itunes other than that this is episode 021 Terry, you got anything to take us out with? Um, meaning of life is probably pretty cool. Um, and I hope you guys figure it out. Good luck. And as the and as the good old George Michael said, well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. <laughs> I know not everybody has got a body like you, uh, but I've got to think twice before I give my heart away. <laughs> And I know all the game and I know all the games you play because I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Time to pick up my heart off the floor. Oh, when that love comes down without devotion, well it takes a strong man, baby. But I'm showing you the door because I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. Because I gotta have faith, faith. Because I gotta have faith, faith, faith. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Bye. <laughs>